Hello, I'm Kristen Perisonotto. And I'm Hannah Ferguson, and we're co-founders of Cheek Media Co. This is the Weekly Cheek Podcast. Sorry, it's a $42 million donation to Hillsong. What? Also... Government spend is good for the economy. Yeah, it is. Not to be controversial. (laughs) Not to be controversial, but I'd like to be able to go to school and hospital. Before we start this podcast, I'd like to acknowledge the owners of the land that we're on, the Yagara and Turrbal people. This land was never ceded, meaning it was never formally given up by the First Nations people who lived here, and we are living on stolen land. Welcome back to the Weekly Cheek. Welcome. (laughs) Hello. Hi. Hi. Okay. Okay. I have an ethical dilemma. Now, this came to me in a dream. Okay. And this is what sparked the idea. Okay. Okay. And it's when you hear this, you'll be like, that was in a dream for you. That is so fucking embarrassing, Queen. <laughs> okay. You're in a voting booth. Okay. Right? You've just gone to vote. Democracy sausage. So this is sausage. what you're dreaming about. Literally, I was dreaming of a, of a polling booth. Well, first of all, I don't eat sausages. Sorry. So it's exclusive. Imagine this democracy sausage is a very inclusive charity barbecue and there's vegan okay. sausages. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is there sauce? Um, would you prefer tomato or barbecue? Barbecue. I'm more of a mustard gal myself. Just mustard on its own. I do mustard and sauce to, and ketchup. And tomato. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. So when I say sauce, I just I, mean tomato. Iconic duo. So you're in the polling booth. Mm-hmm. You have written out everything. You know. Bang, 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 bang. I've got some. I know what you're, I'm doing. You finished voting. Okay. Folded paper. Mm-hmm. Walking towards the box where you drop in the slit. Mm-hmm. You see someone has just dropped their paper onto the ground. It hasn't gone in the hole. You pick it up to put it in and you see a one <laughs> next to the libs. I throw it I throw it in the box. That's the question. Same. Democracy. That's the same as me. There's a bin, no one's watching. I would tell everyone about it though. I'd be like, everyone, look Take what a I photo did. of what I am doing. <laughs> I would too. Not only because I'm a rule follower, because I believe. In democracy. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, yeah, I think it would be wrong not to. Even though this person's a fuckwit who didn't value their vote enough to get in the fucking box. <laughs> but literally, I would be watching the votes roll in with my eyes peeled. Yes. Did I do that? <laughs> Imagine if it was by one. I mean, that never happens. But. But. So you would do the same thing. Yeah. What if I had Pauline Hansen won? Same. Yeah. What if it was a donkey vote? That was my other question. It wouldn't matter where you put it. That's the thing, but I'd still put it in the box. Yeah. Okay. And what if someone a- was like, stop, what do you think you're doing? You have two voting papers. I would say, um, excuse me, this is on the floor and I'm just fulfilling democracy's wish. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if they saw you pick, they didn't see you pick it up, but they saw you holding both. And then they didn't believe you when you said that yours was not the one that had lib one. And I'd be ashamed. I would rip them up really quickly so they couldn't do anything with them and then run away. No, I wouldn't really do that. But that's what I would do if if it was in my dream. I would put it in the box because they couldn't do anything about it once it was in the box. True. What if they grabbed you on your way? What if they burnt the entire box for that? If you'd like to buy this TV show, please slide into our DMs. Yeah. And we'll release the IP with for a fee. Um, yeah, no, democracy all the way. But that's where I wanted to start because I mean question today is like what is the power of one vote? Well, yeah, it's and also like just a 
brief comment on that. Like, even though, like, I had this dilemma and I wrote an article about it on Cheek about the anti-vaxxers protesting. Mm. I would, like, fight to the death for the right to protest. Yes. Even if it means that there are people protesting about causes that I think are very dangerous and harmful and manipulating um, vulnerable people. And I think the difference being that when the majority of anti-vax protests have been during um, health orders and yeah. they've been opposing mandates. Yes. So, I mean, I don't believe in them breaking health orders to no, do it, yeah. but I believe in the right to protest Yes, and I would fight for. Yes. I'm not saying I would directly fight for an anti-vaxxer's right to protest, no. but I would fight for the right to protest. Uh, people just take this out of context, this little clip. A clip, yeah. I didn't say that. Never. Um, so, yes, the power of a vote. Power. Election year queens coming up in sometime between now and May. Yes. Hopefully around International Women's Day. That's what I'm hoping for. I don't think he'll do that. He's not that stupid. Mm. People get angry that day. Exactly. They definitely did last year. Um, so we did want to, so should we talk about preferential voting? Sure. You have, you did a really good explain on it, but it never went anywhere because it's three minutes long. Yes. I have unfortunately not posted it, but one day I will. It's impossible to explain it in less than three minutes. I tried so many times. So this is how preferential voting works. So when you walk into the polling booth, there are lots of people around from each major party at least, but oftentimes each party and then people for independence mm -hmm. and they will hand you a how to vote card you will look at it you will <laughs> presumably Hopefully. it's actually the amount of people taking how to votes is actually declining apparently only about 50 percent of people take the how to votes these days that's good um so those how to vote cards are obviously telling you how that candidate wants you to vote mm -hmm. um, a lot of the time preference deals are made between parties and uh independence yep. um, ahead of time and so, for example, Labor almost always preferences the Greens as number two. Yep. Um, also, before I go any further, for a federal Australian election, you must number every single box for the vote to be counted. If you don't number every single box, then it will be thrown away. Mm -hmm. um, and then there's slight different rules with the Senate paper, which is the really long one. Um, sorry if this is basic for people who are advanced um, voters across this stuff but Expert i think it's important voters. because we don't teach it in schools and for the senate you just just like make sure you follow the instructions and ask someone at the polling booth if, booth if you're not sure because it is really important as we illustrated one vote oh and 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 i think that is one of those things that is really scary and it's yeah. not taught and i think that you get in there with these huge pieces of fuck off paper and sometimes it is confusing and mm -hmm. it's easier to get it wrong than to ask yeah because it can be one of those things where everyone does it so you're expected to just know yeah and it's just not the case but like how are we supposed to know no literally exactly nobody knows some people think that how to vote cards are instructions yeah they are not fucking instructions if you take it from a party or a candidate that you fully trust and believe in you can just copy it from the how to vote card. yeah but some people obviously don't understand that exactly like, i can imagine you know an 18 year old or even a really elderly person going in and just just going uh yeah uh, that's easy and i just think like it's a shame. Well, there are so like, so in the last state election in Queensland, which was in uh, October of 2020, I handed out, I volunteered and I handed out how to vote cards for one of the candidates. And there were so many families who came in and I was like kind of in like a ritzy suburb families who came in, like there were a couple with like one parent and two, um, you know, kids, but mm. they were obviously adults cause they were voting and they would all just go to the liberal candidate yeah. and the, 
parent would take the how to vote and then she would make sure that both of the or all of the kids got the how to vote and then went into the polling booth. To me, it's so obvious that you are then going to go and copy down exactly what the Liberal did and it's just a way to like, I don't know, stop like independent thinking because you're just going to voting booths with your parents while you're living at home and then yeah. you'll probably move out of home and start doing the exact same thing of your own accord and just going to one candidate and then following their how to vote. Anyways, back to it. It depends on your state. I'm not sure what the rules are in every other state, but in Queensland, in a state election, you must number every box as well. Yep. And then again, I don't know about other councils, but in the Brisbane City Council, it is optional preferential voting. So you can just put a one, you can number a few of the boxes, or you can number all of the boxes. Hmm. So there are a few different um, like categories across Australia. So make sure that you are across it. But for the federal election, you must number every single box. So polls are shot at 6 p.m., Everyone um, starts counting. There are people who are designated to count the votes. There are also scrutineers from each um, of the candidates who watch the counting so that they can say if something's unfair. Right. Um, and this happens if, like, you have a question mark, like maybe a one looks like a two or something like that. Um, and scrutineers can, like, basically decide whether it should be counted or not. And they're just there to keep an eye on things. Right. They'll take every number one and they'll apply it to whoever people put number one at. So in this example, we're going to have four candidates. So we've got a Liberal, a Labor, a Green, and an Independent in this example. So let's say that by the time they have allocated whoever, like the number ones, um, you've got like let's say a fairly even split between the major, the three parties and the independent is like a long way back. Let's say they only got 5% of the vote, which is pretty average for an independent um, in a regular seat. And then the rest of the votes are about split three ways. So then the independent has like not won the election. So then they will take all of the ballots that have the independent list as number one and they will redistribute based on the number two with those ballots. So they'll distribute those across the three. And then again, out of the three, whoever has the least votes, their ballots will be taken and redistributed based on number two or number three if number two has already been kicked out of the race. So they will keep doing that until they have a majority. Wow. So it's quite a complicated process. And it's quite important what you put after number one. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Particularly if you're not voting, if you don't vote number one for a major party, it is so important. Um, I mean, it's important all the time, but but truly, if it's yeah. a major party, then if it's, if you're putting, not putting number one for, if you're not voting a major party for one, then it's very likely that your preferences are going to be used, yep. but you should always assume that your preferences are going to be used. So a lot of the time when I vote, um, on like a bigger ballot, I'll actually vote from the bottom mm. and like who I want the least. Yep. Yep. And like put them as like the biggest number. That makes sense. Yeah. Because you don't want to like get to towards the end and be like, oh fuck. Yeah. Like when it's like Pauline Hanson versus Clive Palmer. Terrible. So yeah, that's preferential voting. Um, very important not to be underestimated and preferential voting uh, is what makes elections like almost every seat. It will come down to preferences. That's actually really fascinating. I think that's something that people do not consider enough. No, they don't. They don't. It is a shame though, because like basically what, what it means is that, um, think about who you like most want and like second most want because the person you second most want might get it. Or now I'm thinking back on every time I voted. I know. <laughs> 
stressful. It really depends on the issues. And that also is why it's really important to look into all of the candidates yeah. um, and not just make assumptions based on like their party or whatever. But it also means that it could be, I mean, I'll be voting for a major party at the federal election, but <laughs> wonder who. <laughs> well, a lot of the time if you put independent or greens for number one. Because I have put greens number one before in yeah. an electorate that they were never going to win. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you need to make sure that it's important that you put like yeah. your, your um, more realistic. <laughs> well, this is the thing is that I've always done that. I've always paid close attention, but not necessarily because I understood the preferential voting process well, but because I think that my vote is so fucking important. Yeah. And, and that's, it is. that's in a way it's lame, but I don't, I think that what I find really, really tough, and I don't know if I'm just being a massive fuck off nerd right now, but I've always enjoyed voting. An embarrassing thing about me was that I turned 18 in 2010. 16. Mm-hmm. That's embarrassing. No, that's it. That's the whole story. <laughs> but I turned 18 in July of 2018 and I was supposed to be able to vote because the election that year, Malcolm Turnbull was the prime minister and the election was um, basically estimated to be in November. But then the double dissolution meant that it was in July, two weeks before my birthday. Oh. And I didn't get to vote and I was really upset because then I had to wait three years to vote in a federal election. That is a long time when you're someone who's engaged. So I've only voted once in a federal election before. True. No, is that true? Yeah. Yeah, 2019. Yeah. How awful. Awful. And your first election was so horrible. It was. It was very... And actually, it was a really dark day mm. because... Well, for obvious reasons. But um, I think <laughs> Because that, it took us by surprise, I think. I think it did. And I think that we were in this position three years ago where we thought there was no way they were going to win and we were really confident and then we didn't win. Yeah. And I think that... This time around it is different. It feels different. The momentum feels totally and utterly more powerful, I think. But I don't want to get my hopes up because I think that we were so burned like three years ago. Mm. But I won't stop thinking that my vote's important. When I get up like to vote in state council and federal elections, I'm excited. And, and I know that's lame. I know it's embarrassing. But like the fact that I get to vote and contribute to who is sitting in the most powerful seats in this country to determine change that affects my life feels powerful. And it feels like a big decision and it feels like an important one. Mm -hmm. And I will argue to the death that everyone should have the right to vote. Yeah. And that everyone, I believe in compulsory voting. Right. And I fucking am disgusted by the idea that we should have the voter ID laws that the government wants to bring in. Mm. Right. Because that is literally them trying to eliminate part of the voter base that will not vote for them. Yeah. But I think that what really upsets me is that I see a lot of people and unfortunately a lot of young people all the time who get up on voting day and treat it like a chore and just put down random shit like donkey vote shit. Mm-hmm. A donkey vote is essentially when, I mean, it can, can it be a variety? Is it just when they number one to 10 say down the page? Uh, no, that's a legitimate vote if you do that. Really? Yeah. As long as every box is numbered. So that's another thing. If you just vote one to ten, you that's fucking it. voted. That's an official vote. I thought that was classified as a donkey vote. No, mm. a donkey vote is when you just like put right. nothing on the paper or like draw a smiley face or. Yeah, but I, I see. I was I was not sure about the one to ten because I thought that in there is a world where someone would believes that's a vote. That. Yeah, yeah. Um, but which that's... is why when you so they um, do like a like draw out of the hat to decide who goes which order the you yeah. go on on the ballot yep. and like the first position is like the most coveted because Donkey. the people who don't care yeah yep. no, that makes sense also this the second most covered is the last spot because sometimes people 
number from the bottom up. That's interesting. I don't think I want to be last. I was last on my ballot. In uh, the States, if I think, I mean, if I'm thinking correctly, you tick because there's. Do you? I don't, yeah, I don't think they have numbers necessarily have preferential voting. Because you're voting for the president. Yeah. Yeah. You could do a tick or you do a write in. Yeah. Kanye, Kanye West. West. <laughs> Fucking embarrassing. I can't believe how little people cared about that. They were just like, okay. Yeah. Like, honestly, like in 2020, Sorry. seriously, that's so fucking wrong. I like, know. do you actually think that it's your time to like shine? Anyway, whatever. I'm not talking Quite about Kanye West. He's cancelled. Um, but yeah, no, I think that what upsets me is that like, and uh, I don't know if it was the last, it must've been the last like, federal election. I remember waking up and seeing all these Facebook videos of like, tradie guys that were getting up like who am I even gonna fucking vote for anyway and it was like these joke videos oh and I remember just thinking like feeling so sick that I put so much value into my vote and these people that have the exact same say as me couldn't give less of a shit yeah and I understand that people are disenfranchised and I understand people aren't educated on the issues because you know it's really hard like it's really hard to stay interested when it's this fucked mm-hmm. and politics has been sold to us our entire lives as boring because they want us not to care yeah so we don't feel empowered to vote against the, the powerful. Exactly. But also it's like there's a lot of research that I'm not going to delve into, but you can Google it. And I'm sure our listeners will just believe me when I say this. But the um, conservative parties are always the ones pushing for less education about how the government works. Jesus. No citing. Find it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it's, well, it's because, um, I mean, like, History has shown that they are like probably more likely to be corrupt and they bank on us not understanding how the economy works because they want to shut want us to tell out us that, it, that they are good at it yeah. when they are fucking not. There is literally no fucking evidence that Labor are bad economic managers. No, I think. And you know what's funny is that even at Christmas time. Um, my brother who's about to vote for the first time was like, so what is actually like, I love it. I literally run a media company that's trying to inform young people about (laughs) politics. And he was like, so I don't understand like labor liberal. What is it? And I was like, you fucking follow us. Am I doing a terrible job? (laughs) Should I reevaluate my entire Canva profile? (laughs) Anyway. And my mom, my mom was like, so the liberals are good for the economy and then labor generally spends um, and they fund education, health, like the infrastructure, they're like really good for employment, like blah, 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 but they put money into things. They spend money and you know, the liberals are better for the economy. I'm like, but that's not true. That's not true. Also government spend is good for the economy. Yeah, it is not to be controversial. <laughs> not to be controversial, but I'd like to be able to go to school and hospital. Ooh, is that controversial? I am learned. Also, I am jobs. safe. Jobs. Creating jobs. I don't want to sound like a labor ad. This is not about labor. Creating jobs is good for the economy. I, and that's undeniable. And I think the thing being that all my life, that has been the rhetoric that has gone in my ears, is my parents saying liberal economy, labor, spending, but in the areas that really impact lower and middle class people, yeah. right? Because these aren't the people that have private health. They're like. But it's also because the like upper echelon of society doesn't need people to spend on them. They need tax breaks. Yes. So it's actually liberal tax breaks for the rich. Labor. I what I read something that I thought was fucking funny. Oh, Mott Scorison. <laughs> <laughs> Mott. Anyway, um, 
oh yeah, back to people who think it's funny to, to joke about not knowing who to vote. I, there are so many people that I'm just done with this year. Like I'm actually officially just giving them up. You're done. You're done. <laughs> and one of them is people who say that they like something to the effect of like, they don't care about politics or they're not a very political person or politics doesn't affect them. I feel like America went through this last year. Yeah. I'm like so fucking done with you because there you've had so many opportunities to understand and like saying that politics doesn't influence your life is like just the most privileged and ignorant thing you could say. Exactly. And I just think that, and I know a lot of people are like, are probably people who are not necessarily like in our audience, but there are probably people who like intersect in our audience who don't think the government is the answer. Like don't think that the, um, the setup that we have is like the ideal setup, um, which is fine, which is fine, but it is the setup that we have now. And you like, so like theoretically, I'm not talking about anyone specifically, but if you were like anti-government, that does not translate to not fucking voting. Yeah. Like, sorry, no. If you're, if you truly believe, I'm getting so angry. I don't even know anyone like this, but like, if you don't, if you're fucking sick of the government, that is more reason to pay the most attention to who you're voting for. Yeah. It's not a fucking reason to be like, oh, I hate the government yeah. and I'm just like going to throw my ballot away and get my sausage. Fuck you. Wake up to yourself. No, agreed. And I think Rage that- unlocked. I First think- rage of the year. <laughs> <laughs> I think that one of the things is like, people will say like, oh, I don't, I don't listen. Like I don't, I'm not political. And I think all of those quotes that you're saying, right? Ooh, pick me. But it's like, pick me. That's actually a pick me girl thing. It is. No, pick it absolutely person. is pick me person. But I think that part of it for me is like, okay, explain your day to me. And I'm going to tell you all the points that you interacted with the government. Yeah. So true. Queen. You pay taxes. Yeah. You drive on roads. Mm-hmm. You probably have gone to get a COVID test. You've probably mm-hmm. tried to buy a a rat you have probably like like have you gone to and it's like have you worn a mask today have and although these things are not inherently political and not necessarily should be all of these things that we're running into at the moment and never more than now uh, did you go in the ocean today did you find it was a bit warmer than usual (laughs) even do you have a job yeah your rights every single day depend on the decisions that are made in that fucking place exactly right and i think that to say oh i just can't and just to throw in the towel is ignorant um and as especially for people i i think it hurts especially with young people because i can i can in a certain way sympathize with people like my grandparents age who are just like done right i mean they're generally done with everything yes life yes they are old. <laughs> but something that my mum says, and I get what she means, and I can appreciate it. And I actually had a follower message me this the other day. Um, not me, but us, but me, because I'm on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, and she basically said, like, it is easier to live in La La Land some days. I'd love, and my mum says, like, oh, I. Yeah, of course, I agree. And But it's the same. But you shouldn't. No. And that's the thing, my mum's like, but I love my bubble that I live in. And I'm like, but literally, we're in a fucking global pandemic. No one's existing in a bubble. And also, when Sydney, when New South Wales was in lockdown for four months, everyone was very happy to get on the press conference every day and watch the numbers. Yeah. People were never more politically engaged and more aware of who was representing them than when it directly affected their lives and came into their homes every single day, right? Exactly. And it proves, to me, it proves coronavirus pandemic, how engaged people can be with like the smallest rule change, Mm -hmm. with the smallest, you know, like changing their situation that affects their home, like what they can claim, all these sorts of things. And I think that it's proven like, well, it is possible to get people 
to get off their asses and think about this shit and care. And also it's because the pandemic was the first thing that like actually affected everybody. That's the thing. Like all of these people who for the first time were engaging with the government because of COVID, like that's what disenfranchised people do every day. Like think about that. Yeah. Just because you're lucky enough to be able to like cruise along and actually, and like, I know it get, makes me angry when people say, well, it doesn't make a difference, which like who's in power because not because I necessarily think it's not true because perhaps for their life, it doesn't actually make a difference no. for people, for people who are very, very rich, like a small or a slightly less small, oh, sorry, a significant or slightly less significant tax break probably doesn't make that much difference to them. So I'm not saying that like, yes, it does make a difference, but I'm saying that like, just because it doesn't make a difference to you, perhaps you should fucking think about someone else for a change yeah. and think about people who actually are affected by these changes. This is the thing. I mean, it's all well and good for me to put my vote to good use in the way that I perceive, but at the end of the day, I am planning on, I, like, I would like to have enough money to comfortably support myself going in, like, growing older, right? But I always hope that, one, I will never consume to an excess of being, like, a upper-class rich, rich person. Mm -hmm. But second of all, I don't want to vote on behalf of myself the more that I move up in the world. Yeah. I want to vote on behalf of someone that it, it the, the government affects more. Yeah. Right? Like, and again... Liberal Labour, it doesn't have necessarily that direct of an impact on my day, but it fucking does on millions of Australians. Exactly. Whether they have access to different social services, welfare, do they have domestic violence plans, you know, education, hospitals. Again, all this infrastructure that, like, oh, Labour spends. Mm -hmm. What? On fucking protecting us? Holy shit. Outrageous. Outrageous. How dare they? Do you know what I think that we should think of that just sparked a thought? Is when people say it doesn't affect me day to day it doesn't affect me i think that instead of saying like well it should like we should probably be thinking like well why why does it affect you yeah because i think the answer to that is either like confronting your own privilege or confronting the fact that you don't give a fuck about everyone else <laughs> but, but that's the thing because for me like it does even though logistically no it doesn't affect me i own a property so actually i could get benefits from the liberals being in charge honestly when you really look at it the benefits for someone who's not like ultra rich is like so small but anyway look into it um but for me like personally the libs being in power even though it doesn't affect me that much logistically in terms of like what i think is important it is it affects me a lot yeah because i want to live in a country that you know, um, doesn't put people seeking asylum into prison and doesn't like ignore the problem of women being, um, allegedly raped and assaulted and harassed in workplaces and doesn't ignore the, um, rights of first nations people and does not allow them a proper voice in parliament, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like it does actually, like when you say it doesn't affect your life, like why also, why are you calling yourself out for being Ignorant. Ignorant prick. Yeah. That's really embarrassing, actually. I just think that to turn your head away is just communicating so much to the world, and I think that we need to start questioning that more. I think you're yeah. right. It's not necessarily like, oh, well, it should. Oh, we'll think about someone else for a change. Why doesn't it affect you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, let's acknowledge that it affects millions of people in this country. Exactly. And maybe you should consider them. Yes. If you didn't find us completely insufferable, come back next Wednesday for a new episode. You can also find us on Instagram at Cheek Media Co. or online at cheekmedia.com.au. Yes, that's the one. That's the one. <laughs>